0: The College Experience Week 3 preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast networks presented by mybookie.ag. Winning season is back at mybookie and they're now offering a 100% deposit bonus when you use the promo code SGP. That's mybookie.ag promo code SGP. To play, win and get paid over at mybookie.ag. We're also brought to you by the leaders in daily fantasy, DraftKings. For a limited time, new users can get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes this week. Don't miss out on week two action. Enter the code SGP to get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes with your first deposit. That's code SGP only at DraftKings. We're also brought to you by BetQL. You want to get an advantage over the sports book with the NBA, NHL, MLB, NFL, and college football back in action? Well, you need to download BetQL, the only app you'll need to make smart bets this season. Head to BetQL.co and enter the code SGP20 for 20% off your first subscription. That's BetQL.co promo code SGP20. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceprehead.com backslash SGP. That's aceperhead.com backslash SGP. Welcome! Welcome to the college experience. My name is Colby Swingin' Dantabase Dant, a.k.a. Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. And we're picking week three games, and I'm joined by my co-host, the former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito-eating. Side-line-kiss-stealing. A wheel of the dealin'. Woo! patty c in the place to be Hi, patty c look you weren't here on saturday because you had shit going on in your life when i had to do my recap and t- database top 25 preview yep but you still had a winning week although not on the locks
1: mm, mm, toughed mm. it
0: out I did have a winning re- a winning week on the locks.
1: Picked on D, remains pretty uh pretty much on fire to start the but year. But I
0: did get hit with COVID, dude. No, I don't have the disease that I know of. Yeah, but let's hope not. You look I like lost, you do. Yeah. <laughs> I lost some locks, and I think this is going to be an issue as as we go forward. This yeah. is really hard to do. This season's going to be much harder to do because. All right. I was all over Arkansas State for like the whole week until I think Friday when I was alerted that I think 16 or 18 players were out for Arkansas State. Yeah, and including their linebacking core, a guard, and and a wideout that got some some burn. And I said, "Holy shit!" Let me switch my pick to K State. I see the line. I tried to beat the line. I put. I saw it at ten and a half. So I said, "Hey, lock this thing up." But I really felt like. If they just normal roster, I liked Arkansas State spot.
1: Yeah. Did that line move?
0: It ended up moving after I bet it though. Yeah. But I lost regardless because yeah. Arkansas State won. Right. What I didn't know was K State had like twenty players out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A
1: little surprise for you right before. Yeah, uh, but that's what makes betting. this so hard. So Game then, time surprise.
0: So then Texas State, another one of my locks.
1: Yeah, I locked that one as well. They're Not- both. Both. I mean, I had five locks last week, two of them pretty critically hit by this.
0: Uh, yeah. Texas State, I believe uh, multiple players, but their bi- the biggest one being their quarterback. Yeah. Uh, hit with covid. And I still people ask me at the periscope. Do I still take Texas State? I said, yeah. New coach for UTSA and their backup vit started games uh uh, last season now granted he started games he has not really improved because he was not very good towards the end of the game kind of got a little bit better with the exception of the pick six this game was a wild game but we still kind of had our chances to cover this one
1: it would have been lucky in fact it was kind of lucky
0: lost in double overtime yeah (laughs) game they should have won by one yeah Texas State's zero two, but yet they their 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 kicker missed an extra point <laughs> and just a complete absolute show crazy job. fucking game. But yeah. but you saw this all across the board. You know, I took Syracuse and uh, Syracuse was down ten to six going in the fourth quarter, and I had them plus twenty two, and I also had another actual ticket plus twenty five, <laughs> twenty five and a half, and I lost both of those. But once again, I didn't know that both of Syracuse's running backs were out, mm-hmm. also a couple other players that just weren't Syracuse didn't release this stuff. Yeah. It makes it incredibly hard to Handicap Yeah,
1: this is not uh, uh, In terms of skillful betting You know this is not the best Scenario
0: you took Georgia Southern Uh no you didn't Lock it but you I took Campbell Because I thought Campbell you know 34 points Too much was for a, a triple lot. option team but yeah. Who could have known that 33 Players for Georgia Southern would sit out <laughs> Because of COVID or they didn't even Release what exactly it was I We're all just assuming it's COVID Right <laughs>
1: you don't generally lose 33 players uh, unless they were on a
0: gangbang at a, like a, a a a party and got caught by an assistant coach or something. I don't know.
1: <laughs> Sounds like something that
0: might happen down at Georgia Southern. <laughs> but dude, I mean, it's just really hard to do this. But what what's your what's your take? Uh, I I know we got a preview week 3 here, but I want to get your take on the Sun Belt going 3 and 0 against the Big 12, Arkansas State winning at K-State, uh Lafayette winning at Iowa State and Coastal Carolina winning at Kansas. To be honest, with the exception of the Arkansas State-K-State game, the other two were kind of manhandled by Sunbelt teams. And even the Arkansas State one, you could make a case that they were just went out and manhandled K-State. Now, I would also point to this. I think what we talked about a couple of weeks ago of not having home environment be your advantage anymore is going to be... I worry about Iowa State and K-State as this season prolongs. Yeah. Teams like that.
1: Yeah, places that uh, typically get that extra little boost.
0: What do you think the of the Sun going three and zero?
1: Well, what do I like it? Do I well, so obviously State, I love it? W-
0: so my question is, if App State goes undefeated, yeah, and Oklahoma is sitting there at nine and one or what? ten and one, whatever they're whether what they play at ten, they're playing ten, right?
1: I think mm, no, they're playing maybe ten. ten? They're one out of conference, yeah, right?
0: If they're nine, that and
1: barn one, burner against Missouri State,
0: yeah. Just why like is that 40 nothing schedule. like three
1: minutes into the game?
0: Um, I love how I uh, just Texas and Oklahoma play the two worst teams,
1: right? Playing uh, little league games to uh little league teams to start the season.
0: But, but if 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 the Sun Belt if if App State runs the table, wins the Sun Belt, yeah, and Oklahoma's nine and one with one, especially if one of the losses, oh my gosh, is to let the them lose to teams, Kansas State again or Iowa State, yeah, or Kansas. I, mean, I don't
1: I think at that point you can't. You can't put Oklahoma in. Assuming they beat all of those teams and beat them handily, then obviously the argument is they're they're you're going to see the Big 12 in there probably. I w- I will say that the argument assuming that that's I don't know how many more games are on the schedule where uh the Sun Belt is playing against the Big 12.
0: I don't I think they're done.
1: That's it. Yeah. So if if it's a uh, straight up comparison and it comes down to like conference reputation. I think, I feel like the Sun Belt has a pretty strong argument to, yeah. you know, yeah.
0: Cause I support again, they it's cause really close. The Arkansas state one being close. The other two were not, I mean, Lafayette shut out Iowa state in the second half. Yeah. Coastal Carolina was beating Kansas 28, nothing.
1: Right. Kansas a, a doormat, but yeah, that was a whipping coastal Carolina whipped <laughs> Kansas. Um, uh, and then yeah, I mean Arkansas State did handle uh K State. That was
0: especially the line of scrimmage.
1: Yeah. How much is uh uh COVID gonna be factored into like the the narrative at the end of the season? Anything can happen in a ten week period. The yeah. narrative can change in twenty minutes. I so. heard
0: one athletic athletic director say, like, dude, you know, yeah, we wanna win as many games as possible. We're just happy the games are happening to get the T V money.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure, especially at a place like Manhattan, Kansas. Yeah. It's like the lifeblood of their economy.
0: Okay, so other big news before we dive into this week three stuff. Um, big Ten's back, Patty C. And I think the Pac-12 might be around the corner. And I've even heard rumblings that the Mountain West might not be far ooh, behind that ooh, corner, ooh,
1: too. Ooh. Things are uh, heating up, aren't they?
0: I just read something that says Pac-12 might come back on Halloween. Interesting. I don't know that I buy that. I was, I everything I had read prior was saying November. Yeah. But, Hey, get it in before Halloween. Are you still a part of the
1: conversation? I mean, with the SEC being December nineteenth, if if the Pac twelve is looking at a so, eight week schedule, so you start off Saturday the thirty first, then you get four Saturdays in in November, and then four in December. Yeah, depending on when that would be. I mean, but even then, like. I guess if the commit but the 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 bowl games, unless they got pushed back to like the second or third week of January. Well, I'm
0: pretty sure they could reschedule the chimichanga Bowl. You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure <laughs> if find a true, way though.
1: to do that. That's true. And uh I feel like the sugar the, the Rose Bowl with the bros parade being canceled should certainly be a little more flexible. And then uh then the sugar bowl. I mean, yeah, if you're trying to make a legitimate playoff, you'd think some flexibility would be in the cards for these bowl games. Um, and so if that's the case, then we may have ourselves a legitimate full on college football season yet,
0: just without out of conference games for the most part, but right. Close enough. Um, well, I'm curious to see how that shakes out, especially, uh, I mean, you, we saw college basketball, by the way, starting up on November 25th. That's a Wednesday right before Thanksgiving. I love it. Um, hmm.
1: yes, the agreed. Mac,
0: is starting their season apparently on February 13th. So right they're along, sticking to their, their, their guns here.
1: They're, they're sticking to the uh, FCS schedule, which they should probably be participating in <laughs> anyway.
0: Well, the FCS uh, championship will be conducted from April 18th through May 15th. 16 playoff teams instead of 24. Uh, teams can play up to eight regular season games over a 13-week span with the last regular season game ending on April 17th.
1: So but essentially basketball is the earlier sport this year and smart. football ends later. But look,
0: I actually love this, this season. Look, a lot of people probably upset. No Oregon, <laughs> Ohio state. Yeah, I get it. Sell I, us on I, it, I Colby. I'm going to sell you on it because the big 10, yep. you're getting snow. Now, you know, I, look, I've long lobbied that as much as I love football and I want it to be year round. Yeah. I don't think it should happen in August and September. A later start. I is think preferable. it should start in October every year. Okay, for college. Yep. And go October, November, December, January.
1: Okay. Right. Yeah.
0: Because football is meant to be played in 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 cold weather, not heat. I like it. I mean, yeah, you can have teams that are in hot climates where you have yeah. to go and adapt to that.
1: Right. But football should be in the fall. You don't yes. need blistering. I mean, I will say there's something about fun about a miami florida state game out in the sun but that's going to be the case down there anyway
0: anyway that's what i'm saying so play that whenever yeah and and let us see i want to see the eye more snow games that's what's so great there's no dome teams in the big 10 since minnesota has gotten rid of their now they're outdoors yeah i think this is going to be fantastic to watch even in the sec yeah even the chance that missouri or kentucky or or even like Dude, I've it's snowed in fucking Baton Rouge before. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. So, it's possible to see these At the things. very
1: least, you're going to get a brand of football that's a little more probably run centric. We're going to get I mean, and especially if you if you're like me and the passing game, look, I watch the NFL. I'm sorry. I find it boring. I find the the game of football, of NFL football more boring than no, college- I would agree with you. Yeah. I would agree with you. I watch uh Aaron Rodgers, run up one yard from the goal line, right? Easy, could easily shake and get into the goal line and just decided to throw the ball away rather than dive in for the touchdown because he didn't want to take the hit on basically what would have been a guaranteed touchdown because he knew, and they actually didn't even get a touchdown. They, they they turned the ball over at the goal line, but he doesn't give a fuck because he's just like, I can play pussy football and just pass the ball around and I'm more valuable. being a... I want a quarterback that has to like yeah. fight for every well, yard. They've <laughs>
0: changed the, the term quarterback before. It used to be like the guy that's, a leader that's willing to take a hit and and put himself in vulnerable positions. Yeah. And he's tough as shit, he's going to get up and now it's just a complete pussy back there. Yeah. You know, oh. Right. Uh, they're holding the defensive players, you right, know, like right, yeah.
1: it's not easy enough. Yeah, exactly. Give us some winter football.
0: I think it's fantastic. And I even think ACC going a little bit into December. And then it, you know, I I haven't thought about the Halloween pack football start, but uh, before I was I was reading that mid November. So I'm thinking, Oh great. They're going to go into December and January. I don't care that they're not a part of the college football playoffs because it's an invitational anyway. And they never include them anyway. Right. <laughs> so to me, it's like, this is great. Cause then the Colorado, the Washington schools, even the Oregon schools, Utah, st- these are going to be snow, snow games, right? Rain. Sleep. So yeah. Mountain West, same thing.
1: The, the, the quality of the playoff, uh, remains, uh, at the same level, which in your opinion is relative garbage. But complete, the complete remainder guards. of the games are Improved in quality well,
0: and it's spaced out So I get to yeah. focus more On I each actually one. love this the way it's aligned Because <laughs> I then I get Colby loves COVID I, Well yeah in a way <laughs> In a way because look the way it spaces out So that then when in January When you go to play that Invitational
1: yeah.
0: Then After that I still get Pac-12 and Mountain West Football Yep. Then that revs down and then The Max starts up along with the FCS. Yep. And I have college basketball going on at that time and the XFL. N- NFL
1: is concluding, yeah. XFL is starting up. It's
0: just perfect. I and then I never subscribed to the NBA, which is perfect cuz I've tuned out anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And then it ends. So by June, I got no sports. I start diving into college football off-season. Right. We're,
1: we're breaking down film again. Yeah. yeah.
0: Breaking down film and I I occasionally throw it on an NHL playoffs or 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 some baseball or something, but yeah. We still need CFL. CFL comes back and that carries me through. Yeah.
1: I mean, we knew this would be like the uh the potential upshot of, you know, the college football season being pushed back, but seeing it come to fruition and seeing that the schedule is going to be just jam-packed for almost the next like 15 months full of football. Yeah. It's pretty fucking excellent. It's fantastic, man. Yeah. I'm excited.
0: Okay. Let's get to Week 3 action patty C. People have been listening to this shit the whole time and say, "Hey, aren't they going to talk about week three? What the fuck are these idiots talking about?" Well, I will talk about week three, but but before I talk about week three, I want to tell you guys that the college experience is brought to you by mybookie.ag. Make sure you get over there, create an account. Winning season returns at mybookie, and winning season means doubling your first deposit. Winning season means insane player props, e- epic bonuses, and the craziest cross-sport wagers you, could, you couldn't believe the type of stuff you could do over there. All at my bookie. Winning season means watching live sports and betting live sports all season long. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are starting uh, where they left off, and the NFL has officially returned in a big, big way. That means action-packed Sundays and huge cash prizes week in, week out, Get in on all the action. Use the promo code SGP and double your first deposit. New players get up to $1,000 in free play designated. Uh, I'm sorry. Designed. I can't read to add more excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet bet with the best this NFL season for your chance to win big. Use the promo code SGP and double your first deposit. Your winning season begins today. Only. Only. At mybookie.ag. I'm an idiot. I can't even read Patty C. Hey.
1: You know what? You gave it the old college try. This is the college (laughs) experience. We give it the college try.
0: Oh man. It's like a dumb and dumber when he's trying to read the. It's like ta-huh, ta-huh, the. The. Uh, how about Southern Miss, by the way? Fired their coach Jay Hobson after one game of getting their ass kicked by South Alabama and and now. They have an interim head coach going to see if he can get it done in year one, hmm. but after that, I'm hearing rumblings of mm. Rich Rodriguez, mm, who I'm obviously a few freeze. Who, but Rich Rod,
1: Rich Rod, on the market right now. Kind of uh, knows that area. He does. Spent some time down in Tulane. Won a ago. national
0: championship at, at Tulane in '98. Yep. Then was at old Miss last year.
1: Yep. I mean, was a natural fit at West Virginia, obviously having been an alum. Um, He's got the southern vibe, you know. And we saw what happened with uh when he went up to north, not the quote cultural fit that they were looking for. So I think Rich Rod does belong in the South. I think they're a little more tolerant of his antics down there.
0: What just fucking an intern? Yeah. Nah, you know.
1: Bobby sings, these things
0: happen every day. They do. <laughs> they do.
1: And he's probably <laughs> doing it every day. Um terrible, but uh good for him, I guess, in a way. Um <laughs> It, I don't know if it was good. All right. Um. <laughs> I just feel bad. I don't I don't like philandering. I think it's bad, but gosh, it's tough, I guess, if you're a million-dollar coach. You probably just got all this ha- hot ass walking around. Um, but we did uh, – Colby and I have been uh, milling an idea here <laughs> that we are well, very – Well,
0: we've heard reports. Well, Rice Plumlee is actually injured right now. Yeah. But even prior to, the, to, to that injury news, we had heard reports that he was losing the starting – job to Matt Corral in, uh, at Ole Miss. Yeah. at Ole miss in Lane Kiffin's new offense, right? Which was a little shocking because they brought in UCF's offensive coordinator. And I figured, Hey, probably he's got to fit right in.
1: Yeah. He's got a good arm. He's got amazing wheels and he really tore what he scored four rushing touchdowns against LSU last year. So what you're saying is what, what we're saying is if, if rich rod is the quote cultural fit at Southern Miss, they need a coach. He needs a spot. He slides on down there to Hattiesburg, right? Mm-hmm. Guess where our boy John Rice Plumley, who's sitting on the bench, smarting about losing his starting job and probably not too fond of Lane Kiven right now. Guess where he's from? Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Hattiesburg, Mississippi. The reunion is written in the stars. I like it.
0: I like it. Love their uniforms, too. They are flashy.
1: They are like the grambling of the FBS uh, uniform-wise. So uh, get John Rice Plumley running that warp speed in Rich Rodriguez's offense. And that offense kind of – he's Rich Rod's ready for a head coaching gig again. It's time. Yeah. He did his time as a coordinator.
0: Yeah. Come you on, know, give him a mid-major spot. He was good at Arizona.
1: That's right. And and Southern Miss would appreciate
0: him. Yeah. Come on now. Make uh, it happen. All right. So this, there is no Thursday game for some reason. I don't know how they're blowing that opportunity. What you're 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 afraid to go up against the Bengals and the Browns? Shit! You put on one of my tapes from when I was 12 years old <laughs> playing tackle football, and it'd probably get more mm-hmm. ratings. It'd
1: certainly, be more yeah. entertaining. <laughs> Can't be any worse than the Browns.
0: Uh, how about the way the Bengals lost too? That was great. Um,
1: <laughs> no, neither of those teams from Ohio has won a playoff game since 1990. Jeez, that's 30 years with two Jeez. teams and they haven't yet to win a playoff game in that entire time. That's pathetic. Uh,
0: well, look, Friday we get a national televised game. Mike Minter, former defensive back for the Packers and the Panthers, maybe a few other teams too, former Nebraska Cornhusker under Tom Osborne. He is the head coach of the Campbell Camels, <laughs> and they are taking on Red Hot Coastal Carolina in Conway, South Carolina on Friday night. It's, this game has been moved to national television. ESPN 2, I think. Man. Coastal Carolina is a 26.5 point favorite. Patty C. I was really impressed with their D-line. I was impressed with them going up 28-0 on the road in Lawrence. They play them next year again in, in Conway, this uh, Kansas, that is. I might have to go to that one. But <laughs> Campbell...
1: The shanties hold
0: the upset got the, almost got their first ever FBS win. They went for two and the win didn't get it against Georgia Southern command mm. Mike Minter. I like this Campbell team. I thought they were, you know, I understand 33 players were helped for Georgia Southern, but I thought they fought hard for Minter. And, you know, they won, I think, seven games a season ago, six or seven.
1: I mean, when you consider it, like, I mean, they, they did end up blowing it. Uh, toward the end, but what, what they were up by 21, you said at one point,
0: I think 17.
1: Up by yeah. 17. When I, yeah. man, I, I, uh, obviously my 34 point lock, uh, for yeah. Georgia Southern, well, I, I saw that. that well, was, you,
0: you, you had almost as many players out as the spread. <laughs> <You're> right.
1: <laughs> That's not you good lose a, a point for every player.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, this Vegas says coastal Carolina minus 26 and a half. Coastal Carolina—it's a far trip to Lawrence, Kansas. You're coming back to Conway, South Carolina. You're down in Myrtle Beach chasing ass. I think Campbell and Mike Minter, Mike Minter and the Camels. Shout out to the to the Camel cigarette smokers out there. (laughs) I think they're gonna they're gonna cover that line.
1: I agree with you. I think this is a pretty safe play. I mean, I can't.
0: I might lock this.
1: Yeah, Campbell looked good, man. Um, <laughs> I don't know if now, I'm going to lie Coastal the Carolina. They just, look good, too, though, dude. It's a hard team for me to judge. I, I'm I'm constantly, as a JMU guy who, who saw them as an FCS team, I, I just am not inclined to...
0: No, I think you're just jealous. Elevate, maybe I am because jealous. Because they took the Sun Belt's bait. Yeah, or JMU, who got offered a, the Sun Belt. Spit on the Sun Belt. Yeah. and now look at the Sun Belt. 3-0 against the Big 12.
1: Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, there's a little saltiness there. So... All that said, I still have a hard time seeing Coastal Carolina as elite. I guess I don't know if it's the mascot, what it is, but they are getting really good. So uh, you're on Campbell. I am on Campbell.
0: Uh, Patty, uh, NC, Knicks on Campbell as well. All right, Saturday, Austin P, Cincinnati. This one's got to be brief because Austin P just lost fifty six to nothing to Pitt. Yeah, they did make the FCS playoffs. So when they went pretty far last year, I think the third round. Yeah. Any chance they pull the upset getting 33 and a half.
1: I mean, they played uh central Arkansas uh, pretty Tough. well. Yeah. You know, um, so which, which is it? Jekyll or is it high? That's going to show up. You're going to expect somewhere in between. Hence the 33 and a half point spread against Cincinnati 49, 14 final for uh
0: I got Cincinnati winning this 49-14.
1: 49-14. So really close to that spread. Yeah. That sounds pretty. I don't know if Cincinnati's going to explode in their first game like that offensively cuz you know it is a really close uh Clemson uh Wake last week. You're just not necessarily that sharp coming out the gates. That said, they got throttled so bad by Pitt. That 55 nothing. It makes 33 and a half
0: 56. Yeah. Very. I don't know if you paid attention to that game. They went to 10 minute quarters in the second half. Really? Yeah.
1: They, they ran, they put the running clock on like it was like little league football. Yeah. Oh, that's embarrassing. (laughs) That's embarrassing. Um,
0: (laughs) uh, we're all on Cincy next down the line. This is an intriguing spot for the Sunbelt fans and (laughs) Sunbelt specialists out there. Like Ryan, real money Kramer, uh, Louisiana Lafayette, the Raging Cajuns, fresh off that huge win, their first ever win against a ranked team, Patty C.
1: Wow. And how many years of football? Sh- I'm going to look that up.
0: Uh, and they are heading to Atlanta to take on Georgia State, Patty C. Georgia State, Dan Ellington, their quarterback from a season ago that beat Tennessee in Knoxville. He's gone. Well, he's on the staff of Georgia State now, but he's he's graduated Lafayette's a 17-point favorite. I think Georgia State might catch them napping. I think they might catch them napping a little bit. Give me the 17. You're on Georgia State. I mean, sorry, you're on uh, Lafayette.
1: Yeah, I am on Lafayette. They're they're pretty money. I mean,
0: that was an impressive win. Yeah, Levi Lewis can ball. Billy Napier, probably going to be the next head coach of a major program.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I was definitely super impressed. They've been playing ball since... uh... 1970 in Lafayette and uh first win over the ranked team. That's 50 years of football. That's got to feel pretty good. (laughs) Uh, That is the old signature win there.
0: Napier's got that program rolling. All of a sudden the Sun Belt just looks great to me. I mean, look at this app state money program, Lafayette money program, Arkansas state looking like they're going to be a tough out. Then you go to look at coastal Carolina's winning South Alabama looks like a physical team. Georgia State made a bowl a year ago, beat Tennessee at Tennessee. Ooh. Troy is due to have a good year after a down year, breaking in a new head coach. It's true.
1: They are the typically only, a pretty good, solid program. I mean, even
0: Texas State, they're 0-2, but they're a good 0-2. Yeah, And and the only really horrible team is Monroe, Louisiana Monroe. So watch out for the, the fun belt. And the belt. Okay, so next up, ACC, Boston College at Duke in what is known as the this, as a kid growing up, would be the type of game that would ruin my college football you know, Saturday. Because- it's funny
1: because I asked you about this. Colby's telling me, I'm looking at this slate of games. Look, I'm a little more, I'm a little less gung-ho on the small games than Colby is. And so I'm looking at the slate. I'm like, nah, the best game. There's one game between two teams that are ranked and the rankings are uh, all. Well,
0: the rankings are up already anyway. shit. Right. I don't trust any of that stuff. So
1: the, all that said, teams that shouldn't be ranked as high as they are are ranked higher because half the uh, college football isn't playing. <laughs> so we have uh, Louisville versus Miami as the game of the week, and both these teams will probably finish seven and five. Um, and so I'm like, okay, I'm not that stoked about this schedule. And then Colby's like, oh, I love I love every game. And I said, okay, what about like Duke-Boston College? And he's like, yeah, that's that's a terrible fucking game.
0: Well, it, well these are the ones that growing up, abc used to do the regional coverage yeah and we grew up in the dc area yeah so like you'd get caught with like maryland duke or boston college duke yeah instead of oklahoma texas yeah you're like god damn it you're like how am i stuck watching this game you know right. what i mean and i asked my dad if i can get the pay-per-view and he's like hell no you know what i mean and you're stuck watching. Maryland and Duke, Scott Milanovic and Spence Fish go at it. And you're just sitting there like, Jesus,
1: shit ass football. But uh, guess what? These are actually kind of entertaining teams, or at least Duke is.
0: Dude, I was impressed. With yeah, Duke's. I was too. Yeah, chase Bryce. How about chase Bryce? I, I like this Duke defense. Yeah, kind of stout.
1: Dude, they hung with Notre Dame for a lot of that game.
0: Yeah, by the way, let's talk about your Notre Dame. <laughs> Irish, huh?
1: Well, I'll tell you what. Notre Dame has a soft enough schedule that if they can do that most of their games, they're going to get housed in
0: the playoffs. They will get housed
1: in the playoffs, <laughs> but they will make the playoff potentially.
0: Uh, we'll get to Notre Dame because they're on the slate. But yeah. B.C., new head coach, bringing in the uh, transfer quarterback from Notre Dame, uh, returning, a lot of, yeah, Jerkovic, uh, returning a lot of the defense, re- returning a lot of the O-line. Yeah. A lot of room for optimism here. If you're, if you're a, a golden war Eagle fan, Yeah. the BC Eagles, <laughs>
1: is this their first game? It is. It is their first game. Sorry, I wasn't sure. Uh, look, Duke has all the advantages here. A game in advance. They looked good against a, uh, a traditionally good team. Yeah. Um,
0: Vegas saying Duke
1: minus four currently. This is the best lock of the week. I can't believe you and Nick aren't touching this one. Hmm.
0: I don't know. I kind of like this BC. Coach, you're hyped on
1: BC, it. huh?
0: I think returning a lot of a defense was pretty good. I I do think I I picked Duke. Yeah. Almost made my my top. It was my seventh rated game.
1: Okay. So you're only locking six.
0: Uh. Well, no. I'm saying when I uh, originally jotted down, mm-hmm. I had to do six games for the 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 podcast with Sean and Ryan. Yeah. So it was my seventh game at the time. I do think UCF Georgia tech has hopped that watch it. I might lock that up and perhaps Liberty in Western Kentucky has passed that too. Just because I know the ACC and I know these games, especially a BC Duke game. Yeah. I don't ever trust in touching,
1: you know what well, I mean? Well, certainly. I mean, you have Clemson and then you have everyone else And <laughs> at any given week. One team's going to show up and then the next week they especially won't. Especially so.
0: BC Duke. I feel
1: like, <laughs> All right.
0: I feel like these teams are known to lay an egg. Multiple times throughout a year. Yeah, this. Who's to say Duke doesn't just lay an egg here? Both BC have proven to be them. kind yeah. of
1: uh, Jack Lenni High teams.
0: I mean, all three of us are on Duke, NC, Nick. Yeah, but you're locking up Duke because Cutcliffe. I mean, we are going to hit our over. I think after watching that Notre Dame game, I feel good about hitting our over. It was like one and a half for Duke.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or,
0: or it might have just been one. I got to go back and look. But um,
1: oh, they're going to hit that over.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm
1: scared of them beating like UVA later in the season.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think they could, man. Yeah. They're going to be in a bunch of those games. Yep. Uh, moving down the line, going a bit to the big 12 where, you know, like I said, everyone, anyone that defended the big 12s marquee wins with Texas beating UTEP. (laughs)
1: Looking at you, Joel Clatt.
0: You know, UTEP is two and 34 (laughs) in the past three years. Mm. They're the worst team in the FBS. And I don't think, I think if you drop them in the FCS, I don't think they'd have a winning record.
1: Yeah. They're just got off.
0: That's how bad And Missouri state was one in 10 in the FCS. <laughs> yeah. I think D three schools you put mountain union against Missouri state. I think mountain union is winning that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the golden hurricane of Tulsa traveled to Stillwater to take on big brother. The Oklahoma state Cowboys and Chuba Hubbard. Uh, this game, I thought they were dead on. It's more like middle brother. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I guess they're dead on for, uh, the, the line to me, I thought it was pretty accurate. Kind of didn't know which side to go here. Don't love this pick, but I'm going to ride Tulsa, even though I think historically they don't cover against Oklahoma state, but I think they have enough offensive firepower. Zach Smith, the Baylor transfer bring back a lot of the offense. Yeah. I am worried on the defensive side of the ball because I think, okay. State returns like 10 defensive players and, or nine, I think nine or ten defensive players, and then they 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 got Hubbard back. They got, they got Spencer Sanders on back. Offense. Yeah, I mean, and you
1: better believe uh, Chuba is trying to make a case in his presumably final season prior to going into the draft.
0: They got elite players at at at, at the quarterback, running back, and wideout position. So
1: yeah, but you're right. Tulsa traditionally has been a team that's been able to score a little bit. So
0: well, and Tulsa's a team like two years ago, even though they only won two games that year, they they only. <laughs> They were tied with Texas in the fourth quarter at Texas. They lost by seven, but I'm saying like they're a weird team. They beat UCF last year. They won three games last year. Tulsa did. Right. How do you beat UCF?
1: Right. Exactly. I mean, when you're in a, when you're the number three school in a state as talented and football obsessed as Oklahoma, you're probably going to have some success. You're probably actually going to be a pretty good school, which they are.
0: So NC Nick going with OK state. You're going with the pokes as well. I'm going to ride that golden hurricane. Cause you know, I love a good golden hurricane. Don't we all, um, I'm not
1: touching this one with a 10 foot pole, but I, I just kind of had to pick one. I'll admit that.
0: Yeah. I, I it's, it's, uh, I don't trust this, this line. I'm not, I'm not putting real money on this thing. The next one I am though. And that is Syracuse traveling to Heinz stadium. Look, if their kicker couldn't make a 21 yarder in chapel Hill, I'm pretty sure he's not going to be able to make a 21 yarder in Heinz.
1: Yeah, that's true. With the
0: tall grass and Pittsburgh, who I was high on in preseason, 55 or 56 to nothing, moving clock in the second half against Austin P. Mm. The Panthers, who have, I think, I think this is a, a good lock here. And I, this is crazy. I would normally probably never lock this game because I feel like the, this is another one of those BC. Oh, Dukes. it's
1: tempting to lock it. I mean, it, it almost smells because I don't know if it's too 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 low of a lock or too low of a number. And I think like. Pitt having just crushed, like we said, uh, Austin P by 55 yeah. and Syracuse laying a pretty big egg in the second half against North Carolina.
0: Uh, well, I mean, North Carol- if, ke- if anything quarter. in the first half, North Carolina, let them off the hook a lot. Yeah. This Syracuse offensive line is the, is worse than Florida States. It's the worst I've seen. They started mm. a fullback in, 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 on the offensive line. <laughs> um,
1: Times are tough.
0: They have two running backs sitting out. There's two starting running backs. This offense is horrible. I will say this though. Syracuse defense played looked all right to me. So maybe they can hang around. But I can tell you this when you have the worst offensive line and you're playing arguably the best defensive line yeah. in a hit and a secondary that is much better than North Carolina's, I expect Tommy DeVito to have a horrible day. I can see interceptions coming. I can see sacks coming. I can see domination by the Pitt Panthers. Year two in Mark Whipple's offense. I like Kenny Pickett fifth year senior he's got to get it going you
1: know what i'm stealing your thunder i'm stealing your lock
0: it's easy to see a (laughs) tide turn pittsburgh minus 19 i'm locking it patty c's locking it nc nick is not locking it however he is on pit all right moving down to a game that was what here's what's crazy about this year this game was just scheduled in the past four days
1: (laughs) that is crazy
0: the Houston, Coug- uh, the Houston Cougars and Dana Holgerson, the used car salesman, traveling to Waco to take on Dave Aranda in the Mike Leach Bowl. Both former Mike Leach assistants. There it is. Uh, uh, Dave Aranda coaching his first game at Baylor returns Charlie Brewer. This Houston team though, remember last year, they had a bunch of players sit out purposely. Purposely for this year.
1: Yeah. So, How'd that work out?
0: <laughs> I mean, they went 4-8, and eight, but this team should be a lot better, allegedly By doing this strategy By basically pulling a San Antonio Spurs In 1997 <laughs>
1: Right? Oh, the inner conspiracy yes. theorist comes out
0: <laughs> uh, Then they get to do this So, Houston At Baylor The line is Baylor minus four And Patty C, I see we we are on the same side here We are locking on. I up. mean,
1: uh, is this not like the most obvious lock You've ever seen Let's forget about the fact that this is year two under Holgerson, who stepped into an offense and a system that was basically identical to his in uh West Virginia, so there shouldn't been that much of a transition period, and yet they still obviously the players sitting out had a factor but four and eight and not a great four and eight at that uh, and then if you're forgetting what Baylor did last year, they almost went to the damn playoff. like they're just a far more talented team
0: and, and they return a lot. Uh I mean yeah, sure they lose Denzel Mims and a few others, but both running backs coming back, Charlie Brewer coming back, gotta fix some problems on the uh with the uh linebacking core in the D line. They lose some pieces there. But overall, Baylor still it's a good coaching. It, they, he's walking into a good situation. a uh, Dave Aranda and Larry Fedora, the OC of Baylor now. Um I'm locking up Baylor here. I think yeah. Baylor
1: I think this is lock of the week right here.
0: You said that twice
1: now. No, I did. Um, I said that with Duke, but you know what? <laughs> I think this one's even better. And if it sounds like I'm locking every game, I have locked three of the last four, but I'm only locking five <laughs> out of the Dude, 20. lock as
0: many as you want, as long as you hit.
1: I, was, I, I agree with that completely. But I'm just saying, I am not. I want you guys to take my locks seriously. I'm not locking everything. It's just these, I guess, morning games yeah. all seem like pretty, uh, pretty obvious bets
0: uh i i got baylor 31 houston 21 i think i think they roll here maybe even 31 17 oh, man i got like
1: a i got like a 25 to 30 point ass whipping coming in wow
0: here. yeah i think it will be a little closer than that we'll see a little closer than that but uh yeah nc nick is on baylor as well and now we move down to what are my favorite games of the season every year The midshipmen of Navy who are somehow placed in the AAC West. Well, now there's no divisions, but they have been the past five years. Yeah. They take on the green wave and my boy, Willie Fritz, who stormed back. They were losing to South Alabama. They stormed back late, got the win after being down double digits in the second half. The green wave rally. They grabbed the win. And then Navy's had a two week by essentially two weeks off hiatus. Since, since Labor Day, where they lost fifty-five to three. Montalolo took the blame, said it was my fault. We should have been tackling. I thought I was doing the responsible thing. Well, I guarantee you the responsible thing after that ass whooping was his boys were tackling that following day in practice, Patty C. Well, oh, I'm he, sure of it. He did have some players transfer out, though. So maybe some crazy stuff's happening there, but Navy catching eight down in New Orleans, and my guy Willie Fritz. Look, I know Navy looked bad, but can, and you, you played a lot of football. On a college level, can you learn to tackle in two weeks?
1: I would say that's going to haunt them for the rest of the season.
0: Mm. Because I am locking up Navy because if you look at the past four or five matchups between these teams, it's been a touchdown or less in every single game, and most of them have been one or two or three-point games.
1: Well, especially in teams that are... 100% familiar with the other team system, yeah. which Tulane isn't a true triple option, but they have yeah. some serious elements of it in
0: there. Well, they were a couple of years ago. Yeah. He, yeah. Now yeah. it's more, now it's, now it's like a little hybrid, I guess. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Either way, you would expect Navy to be prepared for that and vice versa. Um, which, you know, it's just, maybe it's a, a an overreaction here, but beyond the score, it was like b y u was just running through them like a hot knife through butter. it was it was ugly <laughs> like every play was like eight yard run, eight yard run, eight yard run until it was a touchdown. It's just shit, so, so
0: you are backing the green wave, which is glad- look it's ironic that you're finally going. You're, the tide is turning to the green wave.
1: Yeah. The wave is turning. Yeah, the wave
0: is turning and, and I'm not on them this week because you were a hater for years when I was hitting on the overs of Tulane year after year. Yeah. Cause my boy, Willie Fritz winning me cash. Willie Fritz and the slamming hot wife. <laughs> now, now I'm on Navy side. Cause I think eight's too much. I got Tulane winning this one. 27, 23. Going to be some missed extra points. Gonna well, be sloppy.
1: It will be sloppy, but guess what? Their navy, they ride waves all day out on the ocean. They're gonna ride the wave to a close loss.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. Well, wait a second. You're, you're, it's got. It can't be too close for you.
1: Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, I'm backing you up. I'm just trying to make yeah, a stupid, stupid thank point here. No, Tulane, I just think is a better team, and I and I don't trust Navy after that first performance. Um, and I don't know a ton about Navy yet. I think they did a good job, like you said, but. Uh, Navy just looks terrible.
0: Well, look, this is the one for me. If Navy gets their ass whooped, I will not back them the rest of the year. Pretty much. Okay. If they look horrible. Like BYU horrible. I'm assuming I'm trusting. Ken Neumatololo. Essentially.
1: You would figure that he's got command of that team. And he, if anyone can instill discipline in, in short order, yeah. Neumatololo with the cadets should be the team to be able to do it.
0: Yeah. So, uh, guys, I want to tell you guys that the college experience is brought to you by DraftKings. It sure was nice seeing the teams back out there on the gridiron over the weekend. And lucky for us, that was just week one. Like Patty C's mentioning, we got football going on for a long time. There is no better place to get in on all the action than with DraftKings. The leader in one-day fantasy sports, to add to this week's excitement, DraftKings uh, has millions of dollars in total prizes up for grabs. If you haven't tried DraftKings yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. Draft your lineup now and feel the sweat, as they say, like never before. Every run, pass, and catch means more with DraftKings. It's simple. Just pick your lineup, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Nothing adds to the excitement of watching games quite like having a shot at millions of dollars in prizes. DraftKings has paid out billions of dollars to winners since 2012. So they know a thing or two about cold, hard cash, Patty. See, download the DraftKings app now and use the promo code SGP for a limited time. New users can get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes this week. So come on, don't miss out on the week two action in the NFL. Enter the code SGP and get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes with your first deposit. That's code SGP only at DraftKings. Make it rain, people. And I'll be honest, if you fuck around with college DraftKings, DFS lineups, I do a Periscope every Saturday morning where I go over my locks at uh, an hour before kick, first kick at noon, so depending on what time zone you are, 8 a.m. West Coast kick, because we're in the West, or, or, or I, I go on Periscope and I do these things. But I also have been giving away a DFS lineup, and p- last week I did win a nice $75 cash on my DFS lineup.
1: Boom. Boom. Look, I've had a friend win a fucking million dollars doing this shit. Yeah.
0: Uh, Sean Green. Sean yeah. stacking the money green. Two hundred thousand dollars. So yeah.
1: it's uh it's close to home and that's a lot of money, folks. So um get on it.
0: Exactly, exactly. So we bounce back to this game. Patty C, your boys, the flames of liberty. Shout out to <laughs> Eric Green, the former tight end of the Steelers. There you go. Uh Liberty really doing things with that football program bringing it up turner gill bringing it up to the uh fbs ranks the basketball program was about to be in the ncaa tournament they went like 30 and 2
1: yeah they were great last yeah, year
0: unbelievably good the flames have been just absolutely doing it hugh freeze now the head coach there
1: if you can keep hugh freeze around why can't you keep uh jerry falwell jr around <laughs> That's my question. Jerry Falwell. you be right up the
0: same. Right.
1: That's right. I mean, I think Falwell is just saying
0: things. (laughs) Freeze is doing them. (laughs) They've definitely shared a few whiskeys. Yeah. And a few
1: hookers probably too.
0: Uh, Liberty at Western Kentucky, where Tyrone Pigrome, the former Maryland transfer, uh, looked all right for the Hilltoppers a week ago. Western Kentucky, though, a 14-point favorite. Patty C. I look at this line and I say that's way too big. I understand Liberty hasn't played a game. Yeah, but I like this Liberty team. Now I know, sure, they lose the receiver. Uh, what's his name to the Redskins? That was the third round, Gandy Golden, the third round, third third round pick nice for the pull. Redskins. Stand to base, pull it yeah. through there. But overall, this Liberty roster is pretty solid. I I like what Freeze has in this team. And to cover 14, look, I think Western Kentucky's good. I think Western Kentucky will probably win this game.
1: Yeah. I mean, Western Kentucky had a pretty good week last week.
0: The Flames are going to cover 14. You heard it here first. Bold statement. I'm not locking it up (laughs) because for all I know, half of Liberty has COVID, but, um, well, they
1: did let their uh, students roam around campus yeah. uh, the entire time, which I think is, is what got him in trouble.
0: But I see you're on Liberty and see Nick's on Liberty. You agree with this?
1: I do agree with this. I think Liberty did have a really good year last year. Eight and five, they're moving in the right direction. A nice bowl win over Georgia Southern. Um, I mean, Western Kentucky is looking really good, too. What, they do, they, uh, what was the score of that game? 35-21 against Louisville last week. Look, 14 points is a lot of points.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, I just don't think Western Kentucky is that much better than Liberty. And uh, I, do, I do think that, you know, the home field advantage and the week um, of playing is a part of it. But I, if I had to bet this game between these two teams uh, at a neutral site with the equal amount of experience, or an equal number of games played, I'd probably actually take Liberty to win straight up. I don't know, 100%. Yeah, I, I'd expect it to be it's a close
0: game. It's tough for me. What um, did,
1: what did uh, Western Kentucky do last year? It won year? nine games. And won nine, okay. So mm-hmm. similar quality. Obviously, uh, it's tough with uh, Liberty being an independent uh, to really gauge, I think, their level of competition is probably a little lower. How many games does
0: Liberty have on their schedule this year? Do you know that?
1: Ooh, let me take a.
0: El- I I feel like it's like five
1: quick look at that
0: We're probably adding games as we speak right now but um
1: they're they're beefing it up they've got uh they got 10
0: wow kudos to them yeah getting it done
1: three acc teams nicely you done you think
0: yukon will, will will pull a pac 12 and and big 10 and mountain west to bring their program back for their independence
1: they they should for this year right oh uh yukon Oh, no, they're complete pussies. Yeah, I know. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh I'm being that uh, was a poor you're being facetious funny. Um okay, moving down the line. The Bulls of South Florida, fresh off Jeff Scott's first win, travel to South Bend, Indiana, Patty See where you're Irish. Eh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they're beating my tar heels. Oh,
1: wow. Um well, that game's not being played this week.
0: <laughs> I know, but I'm saying you, you come in, coming in. And let me ask you about the development of Ian book. Cause I thought that was the clear weakness.
1: How did he do last week?
0: He just didn't look, I, I shouldn't say he me. was sloppy. It was raining. You know, I, I feel like
1: that may be more of a factor than in we're
0: touchdown. Taking end zone, into like account. Early at, I was just not impressed. No, I, I wasn't impressed that at that all. Freshman either. running back's a stud though for Notre Dame. Yeah. I'm, trying, I'm drawing a blank on his name right now, but, uh, freshman running backs a stud i thought the defense looked all right with the exception of the secondary i'll say this though man and i've been saying this forever it's a skill position that notre dame that i just don't feel that are elite yeah and they haven't been and they're gonna catch up to him uh, cha-
1: uh, chase point. claypool i think uh had a touchdown or at least uh oh,
0: chase claypool is in the for NFL. the steelers yeah i know oh, okay <laughs>
1: but i mean there's a there's a skill position for Yeah, there.
0: that's true that's true
1: and so um i think uh you know they don't jump off the screen at you at the college level, though. Maybe it's the spread it's offense. Not like
0: Claypool starts either. I think he's like the fourth receiver in that. Yeah. Lineup, but uh, he did have a nice catch. I don't think it was a touchdown. It was like a thirty-yard catch. Okay. Um, but yes. Uh, so twenty six points is the spread. South Florida, by the way, had maybe the greatest punt return in, in history of football. <laughs> they were put, taken on the Citadel, and they covered on this. We got. Killed on this. Yeah, this play costs us should a lot. Yeah, game.
1: cost me a lot.
0: The Citadel goes to punt. They fumble the 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 punter just drops the ball. It snapped perfectly. They're in their they're in their own end zone. Yeah, and he drops the ball. He goes to pick it up. He nicely uh, eludes a a a defender coming running at him. Yep. And then he goes to punt, and he punts the, the ball. The super shank. A super shank that goes about four yards to the right. Yeah. Uh, where it lands in a South uh, South Florida cornerback's hands And he's in the end zone yeah. So it was a zero-yard punt return for a touchdown
1: Yeah, I think that may be a first You know, Obviously there have been blocked punts for touchdowns <laughs> That have traveled zero yards I don't know that I've ever seen a forward punt Be caught inside the end zone
0: uh, and, and and if you haven't seen this Go to Sports Gambling Podcast on Instagram This is all over our Instagram We love plays like this
1: You uh, think you've seen it all folks But that's the great part about football You will never see never it all, see yeah. it all.
0: Uh, 26 is the line I didn't, this was a game that just I'm like, well, they, if Duke covered 20 Why would I take Notre Dame to cover 26 But at the same time, I'm thinking Brian Kelly probably got after them and 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 said, hey you know, we got to play much, much better than this. So I'm going to say they're going to somehow cover... It. Give me a 42-14 to 14 game, Patty see? Yeah. Where they cover this line against South Florida.
1: Cover it right on the nose, huh?
0: Right on the nose. You are on South Florida, I see. Back going with, with uh, Charlie Strong's old boys. Yep. Uh, NC Nick is going with Notre Dame. What, I mean, what, what, Notre Dame... What's your logic here with South Florida?
1: They could come out sharper, but I just wasn't impressed with them. I thought... Yeah. And look you are shaking off like 10 months worth of uh, rust, you know? And so, uh, especially when you come out and you start playing in rain, it's perfectly understandable if you're having trouble. That said, what really was disappointing for me uh, for Notre Dame was and and Duke, you never know what you're going to get. They may just be more talented. They, they may be a good team. A few years back, they were a good. They won the ACC Coastal a few years back. You know. <laughs> so did everybody. So did everyone. It's true. <laughs> but, um, Notre Dame didn't physically dominate Duke, and that's kind of Notre Dame's calling card. I know they lost two good linemen to the NFL, and so maybe the the new guys stepping in haven't like got it all figured out yet, but. Your Notre Dame, your calling card is your offensive line, or at least it has been recently under Brian Kelly. If you're not getting that and fucking Ian Book is sloppy, no, I'm not betting on you.
0: Yeah, I'm staying away from this game personally, but if you want to back it, I, I gun to my head, I'm taking Notre Dame. But uh, They could explode. Next up, Stephen F. Austin, Larry Centers' alma mater, traveling to the Alamo Dome in Tim Duncan's house, uh, <laughs> had to do that Were they
1: even playing there uh, uh, When Duncan was got, there Maybe
0: got a year Fuck you <laughs> I'm a big uh, David Robinson fan yeah. For those
1: of you That aren't aware
0: uh, Stephen F. Austin At UTSA The Roadrunners Who Jeff Trailer Wins his first game In a wild one Against Texas State Patty C Stephen F. Austin They fucked me A week ago or uh, Against UTEP Where they Threw a pick In the end zone When they, they were about To win the game out Right against UTEP And they ended up losing that one and also blowing their cover. Um, I can't take the lumberjackers here. I got to go with the roadrunners because I was actually somewhat impressed with UTSA. I thought their D line was getting some push like their quarterback. Now, I will say that giving away 14 and a half points and and taking UTSA. I don't know that anyone should ever bet that. (laughs) (laughs) But here I am taking UTSA minus 14 and a half points. NC Nick's backing me. Steve, uh, Patty C's gonna ride the lumberjackers of Steve of Stephen F. Austin. I I honestly have no no feel for this game.
1: Yeah, this is a shit fest. I don't, an old Texas shit fest. I think. I, I
0: I the reason why I guess I say I, if Stephen F. Austin is losing to UTEP, I think UTSA is a lot better than UTEP. That's my logic here. And I saw with their quarterback play, I like that quarterback of UTSA. Um. Moving along, though, we've talked way too much about that game. Charlotte at North Carolina and Patty C. You know I'm big on the Tar Heels this year, but this was a lock of mine. I had Charlotte as a lock, plus 28. And then Chris Reynolds is out with COVID, their starting quarterback, who's yeah. a beast. So now the line is still at 28. I don't understand how it's moving. I'm expecting this to go up. I'm still going to take Charlotte because North Carolina struggled in the first half.
1: I'm going to give you some props on the Will Healy call. I was doubting you uh, before our episode last week, but man, they were impressive out the gates against app state. Watch um, out
0: for the 49ers, man. He's going to build something there. You heard it here first.
1: Boom. Yes, you did.
0: Um, 28's The current number with no with co- this. I took the lock off this thing. Cause with, with Chris Reynolds, I feel decent. I feel like it's a, uh, you know, 45, 24 game. But now with Chris Reynolds out, I have no knowledge of of this backup quarterback. I have no idea if he's any good.
1: And North Carolina, you know, 10 points through three quarters and then then
0: exploded
1: for 21 in the fourth against the And that's actually
0: what they did all the last season, too. They were a great fourth quarter team. Yeah. Um, I'm on Charlotte, but I don't feel good about it. I see you're on Charlotte.
1: You know what that is? That's Mac Brown being a good coach. Because from a talent standpoint, while they are getting better recruiting, the talent level is just – I mean – Uh, aside from the quarterback position, the talent level is improving, but it's not at an elite level. But when you make adjustments and you are routinely, you know, outpacing teams, but at a higher rate during the fourth quarter, it shows you're making the right adjustments.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And just coached well,
0: uh, NC Nick, our North Carolina specialist, uh, for when it comes to football and basketball in the state, not, not necessarily the Tar Heels, but yes, they reside in the state. He's going with the Tar Heels. This one should be interesting. I don't know. I'm, give me Charlotte gun to my head. I need a. I need a. I need a file on this back of quarterback.
1: <laughs> maybe. Maybe this is where. I mean, look again. I. I'm. I'm on board with you. Maybe you side with NC Nick, our NC specialist for two, uh, very prominent uh, North Carolina programs. Charlotte becoming one before our very eyes, and UNC obviously. Would you say UNC is? Uh, I mean, aside from the obvious team in, uh, Greenville. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you say UNC is the, the preeminent North Carolina football program?
0: Uh, East oh. Carolina.
1: Yeah. That's what I was saying. Greenville is yeah. the team I mentioned. Okay. Uh, well
0: maybe app state. Yeah. That's app state. has got to be
1: You UNC is number three at this point.
0: Yeah. Well, app state beat them last year. Head to head.
1: It's true. I, we're being a little bit facetious about EC- ECU, but <laughs> traditionally you could very much argue that ECU has been the better program than UNC.
0: Um, yeah, I don't know, man. This is a tough game, especially with the quarterback. I love this game with, with Reynolds in. But now, moving down the line, let's take you to the to the fun belt. Conference USA against the Sun Belt. I have no idea. I, I I potentially would lock this up if I knew everyone was playing, but the fact that they missed 33 players a week ago, Florida Atlantic, the Owls travel to Georgia Southern, where Georgia Southern is the team I'm referring to that lost the 33 players a week ago. Uh, Willie Taggart in Florida Atlantic is a five and a half point favorite against a triple option in Georgia Southern, which I like Georgia Southern Patty. See if they have their players, you gotta, if you're going to bet this, you need to monitor what the hell is going on with player wise. Yeah. Because look, if you're telling me all their players are playing, I might lock up Georgia Southern. I think I like Georgia Southern's position that much, but that when you have 33 players out,
1: (laughs) well, I'll say this. I mean, there is a chance without really knowing the intimate details of, you know, what happened from a personnel standpoint uh, and a, uh, and a pre pre week lead up to this game and how, how soon before the games, those players were uh, kept out. um, Then it seemed like over the course of the game, they got better. You know, certainly they, they dropped off. And so maybe they just needed a half worth of reps to get up to speed. And then boom, they came back and got the win. Now, because of that kind of underwhelming uh, per- performance, obviously not meeting the thirty-three point favorite that they were yeah. uh, placed at, then they're they're the dogs here against a, a not great Florida Atlantic team led by a new coach Willie Taggart, who some of you may know as having a little bit of struggles uh, in recent years. I think Georgia Southern may be an easy play here.
0: I mean, it matters who's playing. You got you got to monitor this one because if they have thirty three players out, I'm taking Florida Atlantic all day. But gun to my head right now, I'm assuming some of those players won't be back. <laughs> Give me Georgia Southern. I see you're on Georgia Southern. NC Knicks on Georgia Southern. Let's move along. But before we move along, I want to tell you guys that the college experience is brought to you by BetQL. You want to get an advantage over the sports book with the NBA, NHL, and MLB back in action? Well, you need to download the BetQL app. The only app you'll need to make smart bets this season. Their best bets algorithm scans thousands of data points to give you the best bet recommendation for every game. And it gives you the reasoning behind why you should place that bet. I'm serious. It's really cool. I was looking at it last week for the Houston Baptist, Texas tech game. And although I was on Houston Baptist prior to, uh, looking at this graph, uh, it's pretty cool. It's like, they give you like a, a a dossier of why you should take (laughs)
1: listen to this motherfucker.
0: (laughs) He's a lot. Wa- secret agents it's, doing research. It's really cool, man. It's really cool. Like <laughs> They got a bunch of bar graphs and shit. I feel like you're like looking at the stock market.
1: <laughs> James Bond of uh, betting over here.
0: Uh, but anyway, I was already on Houston Baptist, but they recommended I take Houston Baptist, and Houston Baptist almost pulled out the, out, the outright win against Texas Tech. But uh, also, uh, you know, it shows you the top bets and the ones that have been most profitable to make sure you're cashing in on those. And BetQL has sharp data for NBA, MLB, NHL, so if you want an inside edge for who the pros are backing, you need to check BetQL. And if you live in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Indiana, Colorado, or West Virginia, you can claim exclusive offers from sportsbooks and use the, the BetQL data to make the right bet, the right bets. Head to the App Store or Google Play Store to download BetQL, and you can also head to betql.co and enter the code SGP20 for 20% off your first subscription. So check out BetQL, Patty C. Now we're on to UCF Georgia tech. I want you to check out, we're doing a preview pod for this one where we'll dive deep into this game. So we're just going to give you our pick and a little, little bit of stuff about why we're taking them. Uh,
1: And let me say this. Yeah. Speaking of uh, getting that dossier with the uh, bets, we should, we should give a shout out to our guy.
0: Definitely. Shout out to uh, Trevar. Who's giving us this information in turnover at the college experience, doing great work giving us just sheets after sheets. I got stats in front of my face all day long. It's absolutely fantastic. Uh, UCF, uh, Georgia tech here. I'm, I, I like has already got this dialed up. The second ranked offense in 2019 UCF 32nd ranked defense, sophomore quarterback, Dylan Gabriel, 3,600 yards, 29 touchdowns, seven picks. Look at that work. That's great work. 16 returning starters from a team that went 10 and three and their three losses were a total of seven points. Patty C. Boom. Now, Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech started a true freshman quarterback in Jeff Sims, who threw for 277 yards and a touchdown, although he did have two picks. But Sims was the first freshman quarterback to win a season opener at Georgia Tech ever. So, uh,
1: again, that's 130 years of football, if yeah. you counting.
0: Georgia Tech, historically, 3-0 against UCF. I think the puck stops here. I'm taking the Golden Knights because I... I think that Florida State offensive line is the real glaring weakness. And I also think James Blackman. Well, guess what? UCF's offensive line is a lot better than Florida State's. And Dylan Gabriel's a lot better than James Blackman. Now, sure enough, Florida State did block three kicks by Georgia Tech. Unbelievable. Yeah. Georgia Tech, that scares me in taking Georgia Tech. You got to get that thing fixed. So I think the offense at UCF is just so much more prolific. And I also think with a super aggressive defense with Georgia Tech, I think UCF's going to move the ball. Take advantage of how aggressive they are. Some some misdirection stuff like that. Give me the Golden Knights minus five and a half, and I I I have not locked this yet. But come Saturday morning, this might be a lock. I can tell you. I think it's going to be a lock. You're
1: pussyfooting, buddy. Yeah, you
0: know what? Give me a fucking lock.
1: Give there you me, go.
0: Give me a lock. Go with my Golden. On this makes it a triple lock because Patty C is locking up UCF and NC Nick is locking up UCF as well.
1: To quote Dan Fouts. Tippy-toeing like a motherfucker.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Great line. Great line. Okay. Moving down the line. Check out that UCF Georgia Tech podcast. We also did a uh, Miami Louisville podcast. Check that out. Um, App State hits the road to Huntington, West Virginia, where they actually are allowed to have some, some fans there to take on the Marshall Thundering Herd. App State's a three-point favorite, Patty. See, this is my favorite play of the week. Oh, really? I am going to ride the Mountaineers in App State. Wow. Couldn't disagree more. Marshall's, what? They won 59-0 against Eastern Kentucky. Well, guess what? App State's definitely not Eastern Kentucky. That's true. That's true. But uh,
1: 59 points is nothing to sneeze at. I agree, but... They started a freshman quarterback. Look, they needed to like pump the brakes. So they didn't beat him by a hundred.
0: I'm saying Marshall started a freshman quarterback and guess what happens when you start a freshman quarterback when you play, it's a little different when you play app state than Eastern Kentucky. I expect this defense to give this quarterback some fits, some confusion, you know, some good looks defensively. And I think app state led by their senior quarterback, Zach Thomas, and they have two really good running backs. I like their receiver Hennigan, uh, I I think App State definitely gets the win here, and and if I'm only giving away three points, I doubt they win by just one or two. I like App State, forty two. Marshall,
1: twenty seven. Mm. A big win. Maybe even twenty. Big win for App State. Now, uh, Charlotte was a thirty five twenty game. What was the score of that game at one point? Charlotte went Charlotte up.
0: Charlotte was winning, I think, at halftime.
1: Yeah. Charlotte Charlotte was uh, in control of that game. I believe I locked App State last week, and I believe it, it screwed me. You, yeah, yeah. so maybe that's uh, a least Sour.
0: You're sour about it. Yeah, a
1: little uh, trepidation. Well, you're going to be more
0: sour from taking Marshall because I'm locking App State. Our North Carolina specialist, NC Nick, is taking <laughs> oh, App State.
1: Oh, oh. Look. The folks in Huntington, West Virginia, if you think for one second they gave a rat's ass about the coronavirus, <laughs> they are going to be packed in as much as possible. And uh, the Thundering Herd looking good. You better believe they want to keep that herd rolling along.
0: I'm locking up App State. I love this play. Take AppState State minus the points. Thank me later. <laughs> Troy. The Trojans of Troy and the fun belt, Patty C that has just been spectacular to start this 2020 COVID college football season. Now they travel to conference USA foe middle Tennessee who got goose egged <laughs> against army. Troy is a three and a half point favorite. Troy had a tough year last year, but they lost Neil Brown expected to be a lot better this year. Return a ton of players. Middle Tennessee, who knows what's happening? I still can't believe their coach didn't know how to call a timeout to kick a field goal before the half against Army. <laughs> uh, I love Stock still, but I don't know what the – I can't I can't speak on his behalf after that. Give me Troy minus a three-and-a-half. I don't love this play because I think – I know Middle, Middle Tennessee's quarterback, Asher O'Hara, can play. I just didn't see it against Army. So maybe they get their, their mojo back, and I've been to Murfreesboro, Tennessee – I like this home environment. I don't know how many fans are going to be there, but I still think Troy too strong. I think there's something about the sunbelt, their physicality. Give me the Trojans to get this done. Yeah. 22 to 16 win here.
1: I'm going to agree with you. Look, middle Tennessee looked worse against army than Louisiana Monroe. I think Troy is typically a better team than Than
0: Monroe. Yes.
1: Monroe. So uh, Nick
0: is on Troy as well.
1: Yeah. I think this is a good play. Middle Tennessee just looked really bad. Now, granted, They've it's had success. Yeah. It is one week, yeah. so take it, take that for yeah, what it is. Option. Yeah, maybe you don't bet on this one.
0: I'm staying away personally, probably. Yeah. Um. Okay. The next one we don't really need to talk about much. The Citadel at Clemson. Patty C. Once again, why is this game happening?
1: The Citadel. I bet on. I I locked them last week. They punt Look, the ball if you can't zero yards. The
0: ball out of the end zone. Uh, yeah.
1: Wh- why are you it. playing
0: Clemson? Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's a good. <laughs> why point. is
0: this game happening? Yeah. I, I read this on Twitter. This is the third time they've playing the top ranked team in the nation in the past five years. <laughs> I hate you college. Look, I love college football, but yeah. this is bullshit. It's complete bullshit that the number one team is scheduling the Citadel. And I'm talking about you, Alabama. And I'm talking about you Clemson.
1: Well, maybe the Citadel need, needs the money. Donald, I, well, Donald t- Trump attacking the military industrial complex. <laughs> They're, you know, cutting funding.
0: Dude. How about you put, at least give me coastal Carolina. All right. Yeah. Charlotte. Don't give me the Citadel. Yeah. I say this, but the Citadel did beat Georgia tech last year. And the
1: Citadel wasn't it? Wasn't it the Citadel that kept up with Alabama until halftime? Yeah. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but they still it was lost. tied at halftime, Towers right? 10, 10. That watch, wasn't. Watch cr- watch watch me eat my words on this one. They cover <laughs> give me Clemson. This game, I probably. I guess
1: I'm going ever. Clemson too. They shot the bed and didn't live up to expectations last week against Wake, and here the spread goes up by another ten or seven or eight points. Yeah, even still, you got to figure that Clemson is not going to be asleep at the wheel. They want to impress, and forty-four and a half is a huge ass spread. Yeah. I wouldn't touch it just because it's so damn big, but. I think maybe Clemson gets there.
0: Yeah, I think they get there, too. Uh, next up, another Mike, Mike Leach Bowl. We got two Mike Leach Bowls going on this this Saturday, despite yeah. him not coaching. Uh, we got SMU at North Texas. Sonny Dykes traveling into Denton, Texas, to take on Seth Sutlittrell's Mean Green. Both of these guys, Mike Leach, former player, or, or Luttrell was a former player of Mike Leach and coach, and uh, Dykes was an assistant with Leach as well. Let's and
1: all of them in Texas. Isn't the other yeah. uh, Leach bowl in Texas? as Yeah, well? that's right. Yeah.
0: Uh, the Mike bailing, Leach the just bailing running it. Texas. Yeah, just doing it. Uh, so the Mustangs giving away 14 against the mean green. And I think that's just way too many points. You saw Texas State push this SMU team and uh, you saw Houston Baptist almost knock off Texas Tech a week ago and Houston Baptist got rolled by North Texas. Uh <laughs> I'm going to take North Texas and Seth the drought to cover the spread. And I'm thinking about locking it come Saturday morning. This might be a lock.
1: Well, let me tell you what, if Seth Luttrell c- continues his antics that he did from the other <laughs> week, running it up.
0: up by 30 or whatever, yeah. and still trying to going, no huddle right?
1: with a minute left, and throwing the ball down the field. Then I think uh, he is, not the type of guy that's going to run out the clock. Um, <laughs> I do think that they have been, I mean, who knows SMU, not quite as imp- uh, impressive as I would have thought they would after a really great season last year, but I think they got it together in the second half yeah, a little bit.
0: They got it together when they needed to, they made the plays,
1: right? Sometimes
0: you have games like that. I think SMU is probably going to still win this game. Yeah. But I but like 14 big spread. I think the trail will get them back in a, I don't know what's happening bowl season wise, but I'm saying they will be bowl eligible. I think this year, I think they're kind of a uh, under the radar a little bit in the, uh, conference USA. Give me North Texas to cover 14. I see you like it. I see NC Nick likes it. Let's move along. Absolutely. Next up, the most entertaining team I think in college football so far, the Bobcats of Texas state at Louisiana Monroe to take on the, uh, Warhawks. Are we still allowed to say Warhawks? Yeah. I don't know, but
1: it was once the Redskins. So yeah. I guess, uh, <laughs> Now, all traces of that team have to be erased. We're, we're both from Washington, D.C. We're still <laughs> yeah, a little bit salty. Yeah, uh,
0: <laughs> uh, Texas State, though, the Bobcats. I'm locking this one. I locked them last week, even though I lost. I didn't know who was starting a court. I didn't know that the, the COVID was going to hit McBride. The bad air. I'm assuming McBride's back, but I don't know the protocol. Yeah. If not, even with Vit. As the quarterback, I think they're going to get their win. They're finally going to get a win.
1: Yeah. I they're mean, the
0: best 0-2 team in the country. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I've been impressed by them.
0: I think they have great receivers. I like, the, I like their running backs and wide receivers. They're going to get a win here. I'm putting it. It's got, can they get a kicker to kick a field goal? Can he make an extra point? This one and a half. Watch it burn me on a, on a, <laughs> two extra points missed. All right. Give me the Bobcats to cover this. This is a pick done D
1: lock. I like it. I think it's a decent pick. Yes. I'm not locking it, but I, I like what you did there.
0: Another reason why I like this. Louisiana Monroe's D coordinator quit about 13 days ago.
1: Mm, I've, I've, I've jumped on one or two of your locks already. Hold You're making back. a lot of strong points. I'm going to let you have this one, <laughs> but it sounds like a pretty good bet.
0: All right. Moving down the line. Next game. Uh, as I told you guys we have a solo podcast for this make sure you subscribe to that or, or check that out subscribe to the college experience miami at louisville we have a solo podcast previewing that game line is currently at miami minus a point and a half patty c uh, we're you're locking this and nc nick is locking this i'm not locking it but i am agreeing with you guys i think the cardinals are the team to play here
1: louisville at home mikhail Cunningham just Passed for 340 yards last week.
0: They got three money wideouts. They got two, two good running backs. I, I think the real thing will be if they can just play defense enough because Derek King, even though he looked questionable throwing the ball, looked yeah. great running the ball. It's going to be interesting to see how, how they do against that Miami D line as well. Yeah. Miami D line, pretty nasty.
1: Look, I had this one, uh, Last week I teeter tottered right at the end of the episode. You and Nick took UAB. He got me to flip over to UAB and then right at the end I just sensed fifteen and a half.
0: Oh, you got lucky.
1: Was just
0: if, too, if the coach just goes for too it fourth few. and seven.
1: If if some butts were candy and nuts it'd be Christmas every day. I've never the year.
0: seen a coach wanna lose a game more in his life. <laughs>
1: um anyway, Miami gets it to seventeen, it gets the cover, and so I feel like I have a little bit of a feel for Miami and like my gut reaction, as much as I kind of like, like the storyline of Miami getting their groove going, the national championship game being played in Miami, dear King. It's a nice little setup. Realistically, this team is just not that good. And I think Louisville is a little bit better and the game being played in Louisville and Michael Cunningham being better than and, and King, And you're getting
0: a point and a half right now. And you're
1: getting a point no. and a half. I could see it being a one-point game, but I would I would uh, expect Louisville to win this game by one possession.
0: Uh NC Knicks locking that up. Louisville, you're locking up Louisville. And I'm going to take Louisville, but I'm not going to lock it up.
1: The only thing that gives me a little concern is that Miami and I believe you know, this is a little bit of a factor in college football is always the beneficiary of some home cooking. Look no further than that. Duke oh, uh,
0: game kick. kickoff return. There was like 13 bad Kinda, calls on that play.
1: All right. But they want Miami to get good. And Louisville is just not a brand name program. So if anyone's going to get the benefit of the doubt in these games, it's going to be Miami. Look for that to happen too. But there you, there you still, go. I think uh, history has shown that uh, Miami's just not back, so count on that being the case again.
0: Yeah, and shout out to our guy Trevar. Even though Miami did beat him last year, I think Satterfield once revenge. That was I was pretty early on. I feel like Miami ten and three and one all time against Louisville, but four and two on the road. I think that turns to four and three. Uh, shout out to Trevar for that knowledge. Um, I want to tell you guys that the college experience is brought to you by ace per head. You ever thought about starting your own sports book, but you just don't know how, well guess what? Ace per head is here to help you start your own sports book. They'll provide you with an all inclusive professional betting site with lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They also have top notch customer support going 24 seven, not a couple of idiots like us just rattling off gibberish. They have real (laughs) professionals and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace per Head offers a live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today. And Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com backslash or I'm sorry. Just go to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Not backslash. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay, we're at the we're at the end of the end of the run here. We're not going to be covering every single game every every week. It's just right now with the other conferences. I mean, there's
1: only, what, 24, 23 games? Yeah.
0: So, and this one features a team that I'm assuming is going to play, but I feel like there's always a chance because poor Louisiana Tech and my guy Skip Holtz. Well, they they couldn't play Baylor last week because they had a bunch of guys get coronavirus because Louisiana Tech's located in Ruston, Illinois, or not Illinois, Ruston, Louisiana, (laughs) and a hurricane came through. Mm. Well, when the hurricane came through, everyone went to the same location, and they were in the same room as someone that had corona, so therefore they could not play. Even Man. though they didn't have corona, they went and they were in the same. They didn't room. even
1: contract it, but yes, they just you by can't proximity, be one
0: person away. Apparently,
1: brutal.
0: To the so because of the hurricane, they got fucked on playing Baylor. Hopefully, none of the guys throughout the week don't actually get the coronavirus. Yeah, and they play Southern Miss, who, like I said, just just uh, fired. Jay Hobson. They got the OC coach in there. Now Southern Miss still a four and a half point favorite Patty C. And look, I was going to lock this, but with me not knowing the state, because Louisiana tech did have earlier in the year, they had like 30 players with the coronavirus, mm. So it has been a mess And
1: Orgeron getting crushed right now.
0: Yeah. A messy, a uh, messy off season for the Bulldogs. Well, the whole state yeah. of Louisiana probably, but yeah, so I was going to lock it, but I have a feeling that not everyone's going to play on LaTex that's supposed to play. Yeah. I'm taking Louisiana Tech because I think they're more physical than, than what I saw out of the Southern Miss team. Although Frank, jo- Frank Gore Jr., I was impressed with with, with Southern Miss. But I'm taking LaTex, but I don't feel great about this game because I don't know who is playing. Yeah. Check around before you bet this game.
1: Well, still with the, with the, uh, an interim coach in place yeah. at Southern Miss, you have to figure that
0: they had a bunch of players transfer out right before the season too.
1: Yeah. I and mean, skip Holtz, you know, building something down there, four and a half points. Doesn't seem like
0: you're getting four and a half.
1: Right. Oh I yeah. Mean, you're getting four. And yeah, half. I, I was
0: a little surprised. That's what makes me think there's a bunch of Corona shit going on. I was a little surprised at that line. Uh, I see NC Knicks on La tech. You're on La tech. I'm on LaTeX. Like I said, I thought about locking this, but with the uncertainties going on, couldn't couldn't commit. Uh, I will commit to this game though. The Demon Deacons of Wake Forest travel into Raleigh to take on the Wolfpack of NC State in the <laughs> Battle of North Carolina. Pat, see, you know I love this game. Mm, all right, this is. A I good hate game. the BC Duke game, but I love the Wake NC State game. Yeah, it's right up the road.
1: That's right. All in-state games should be played. Now, for whatever reason, I'm going to pitch this again for one second, Uh, NC state and wake arbitrarily are two uh, teams that play each other in state every year now with uh, NC state versus well, UNC is their cross division rival. um, So they play them every year, but NC state and Duke might not see each other, but once every seven years on average. And that is very stupid for two teams that are very close to each other. Um, that they should only be playing once every seven years, especially since they're in the same conference. So let's get out of this, like, uh, like Atlantic division, coastal division format, switch into a pod system where all the Carolina teams are oh, I a pod and they play each other every year. Other? And then, you know, what? it's, it's, it's the same thing. Okay. Do Florida state and Boston college need to play every year? No, they don't. No one cares about that game. (laughs) So have them play once every three years, which would, or every two years, which would be the case if they were in a pod system instead of every single year. And then instead of that, then you get Florida state versus Georgia tech every year instead of once every seven years. It just makes so much sense. Anyway, I get off on this every time NC state wake forest, a good game. Um,
0: Uh, I
1: don't see it the same way you guys see it.
0: Well, look, here's my thing. I trust Dave Clawson, Look, they covered against Clemson which I was on Clemson because I'd heard things about them not tackling uh, late. So I I actually bet Clemson didn't lock it up. Oh, that wake
1: wasn't uh, tackling.
0: Yeah, didn't tackle much. Very lightly, he said in the offseason. Gotcha. But they still covered and they didn't. I mean, yes, they got their ass kicked, but That's against Clemson. They look all right. So they look the part to me. They
1: look better than expected. I
0: like Sam Hartman. I know they have, you know, they lost Newman, but I always thought Hartman was right there with Newman as far as efficiency in that offense. And I think, well, it is a blow to lose uh, Sage Surratt, but he's sitting out the wide receivers, sitting out their best player. So that he opted out for the season. But I just feel like I don't know where this NC state program is right now. Mm -hmm. Devin Leary was up and down last year as a quarterback. He's playing. I trust Sam Hartman, the more experienced quarterback. And I also am going to go set, go ahead and say this. I trust the coaching at wake more than I do at Dave Doran at NC state. I trust Dave Clawson, the Dave's going at it.
1: (laughs) The Dave's are
0: going, Um, at um, and I'm getting four points in Raleigh. Give me, give me wake to get this done. NC Nick locking it up as well. (laughs) I think wake wins the game out. Right. Well, I think right now, gun to my head. I think wake 31 NC state 28.
1: Look, I don't know where you're getting that from. Um, NC state wasn't great last year, four and eight, and then losing their last, what, six games. What, how
0: many, how many points did they lose by those games?
1: They got throttled in several of them lost by 34 against wake last year. So that's now that was in Winston-Salem, but I don't think that's a huge factor, a home field advantage. They lost by 45 the next week against Clemson Ended the season with a 31 point loss against North Carolina. They were certainly trending in the wrong direction last year. So I can understand your logic there. Uh, wake forest lost by 24 last week. And they were what? 35 point dogs.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think 33 initially. But 32. Went, okay. 32. I think it went up to 33 or
1: 34. Okay. And they ended up losing by 24, so they they, they looked better than... I I still think they look like shit. I still think they got whipped, which they did by Clemson, which is a, a completely... It happens every
0: year. Yeah. Last year, they lost 59 to 3 or something. 56 right. to 3. To yeah. So
1: the, you could say that uh, Clawson's got things moving in the right direction there. A four-point spread. Um, you're right. Getting four against NC State... I don't know. I just can't trust a team that just lost by 24. And I don't understand how you're going to lock that team.
0: Well, uh, wake uh, NC state does have a good D line, but I just feel like wakes better right now. Look at the program. I think when Drinkwitz left NC state wasn't really impressed with NC state last year. I know they made the move to the freshman quarterback mid season, but I still just don't like the way the program is trending. I think wake is headed up. I think NC state's heading the wrong direction.
1: Wow. There it is. All right, so both you and NC, Nick.
0: lock it. He's our North Carolina special, too. How are you not going to back <laughs> the North Carolina guy? Uh, he, I, I didn't even know he was locking. I locked mine first for the record. There you go. There um, you go. You're
1: not a follower. I don't think... Uh, he, he wasn't looking at yours when, it, when you locked it. So I, I can verify that because I hid your uh, picks when we were making yeah. this. Yeah. So you guys came to this conclusion independently and both locked independently. I get where it is. I just don't... Uh, I don't think so. Okay, I just think North fair. Carolina's better. You ride right, right with your North Wolf Carolina pack. States better. I do
0: have it. Ruffin McNeil. It's hard to fade my guy. Ruffin McNeil. <laughs> that's true. Uh, well, final game, Abilene Christian at <laughs> UTEP and Patty C Vegas says UTEP is a four point favorite for this game. Tell me why I shouldn't take Abilene Christian. Uh, Stephen F. Austin was three and eight last year, right? Yeah. In the FCS. And they were at the five yard line about to win the game against UTEP. And they threw a pick, right? Mm-hmm. UTEP ended up winning that game because that was the, the game changing play. Abilene Christian was five and seven in the same conference. They beat Stephen F. Austin a season ago. They also only lost to central Arkansas by one. And they scored 31 on North Texas. Now they still lost by 20 in that game. <laughs> Why they beat Houston Baptist who almost beat Texas tech last week. Why should I not take the Abilene Christian? Uh, what is this? The Panthers, the Tigers. I don't even remember what the hell they are.
1: Abilene Christian. Let me pull that up for you. They are the Bobcats lumbered No, No, Wildcats.
0: Wildcats. I know it's some type of cat.
1: Wildcat behind the wheel.
0: Um, I guess. I mean, look, This is a horrible game.
1: Look, UTEP's already got two games in the books, right? Abilene Christian's playing their first game, and UTEP already has a W.
0: That's true. They do have two games in the book, first game. Give me UTEP. You just sold me on that. Boom. You sold me on that. Give me the minors. He asks
1: for the answers, and I give them, baby. I'm
0: not locking it up, though. Patty C's (laughs) not locking it up. NC Knicks not locking it up. But all of us are on the minors of UTEP.
1: Yeah, if you lock UTEP in a win, then you have lost your damn
0: mind. And I'll say this. If you win early... A bunch of money, maybe, maybe try to find a place with the money line and Abilene Christian, because I can totally see it happening. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to say, Patty C, to close out week three?
1: Look, uh, guys, we're riding through the tough part of the storm right here. Next right?
0: week, Mike Leach against SEC
1: football coming back, and we're bound to get some better ACC games too. Uh, assuming we don't knock on wood, have many more. We're supposed to get Virginia, Virginia Tech this week. I know it. Not too many more postponements, hopefully. And with the great news of Big Ten and potentially Pac-12 football.
0: And Mountain West, perhaps.
1: And potentially Mountain West, yes. Returning within the next month and a half. Things are looking up and this is the last one. So let's, let's enjoy it. Let's do what Colby's doing and really enjoy these smaller schools getting the spotlight. I am
0: having more fun this season than my traditional seasons.
1: Yeah. Well, I will say this too. The other part of that is that in a traditional season, we say, Oh, it's not like a real season because you don't get the non-conference. Guess what? Non-conference games are shit. Generally speaking, well, with the exception the of a couple when
0: they play the Sunbell.
1: right? <laughs> no, the Big 12 is shit in nine conference games. So I'm sure they they regret <laughs> that. But having a, a uh, schedule that's almost entirely conference games is more legit than a uh, fluffed up uh, schedule, I will say. And even though it hasn't been the case yet, when when it gets into those beefy weeks coming up, it's going to be pretty damn good.
0: And, and next week, I mean, I'm already excited at the thought of Kentucky, Auburn, Louisville, Pitt.
1: Oh, that's going to be a good game.
0: You know, uh, UCF, East Carolina. And I smell a big upset in that uh-huh. Iowa State, TCU, Mississippi State. Like I said, our guy, Coach Leach. Check out that podcast. Friend of the program. Coach Leach against Coach O.
1: Yeah, we're getting into some good games. Army
0: now. Cincinnati, Duke, Virginia. Ooh. Duke, Virginia. Barn
1: burner. UVA finally getting on the field.
0: And uh, Florida State, Miami, Tennessee, <sighs> South Carolina, yeah, NC baby. State, Virginia Tech.
1: We're right there. We're knocking on the door. Let's ride out. Let's enjoy this last week.
0: There we go. Enjoy that last week and enjoy it. Uh, We also get Troy BYU. Maybe the Sunbelt pulls that one. Boom. Unlikely. <laughs> this is the college experience. Week three preview. See you Saturday morning on a Periscope. Check me out at Twitter at the Colby D. We'll have all that shit. Eight in the morning. West coast time rocking and a rolling an hour before kickoff for all the college football games. I'll give you a DFS lineup in all of the current locks. This is the college experience. week three style. He's Patty C. Find him on Twitter at Patty C. A31. You can find me on Twitter at the Colby D. We are part of the sports scaling podcast network. They are on Twitter at DSGP network. And don't forget NC Nick's on Twitter with North Carolina coverage. Check him out at NC underscore Nick. And please rate, review, share, subscribe five-star review. This thing Go to iTunes. Give us that five-star review. That's how we get sponsors. Guys, you show me a five-star review. I will send you a free T-shirt. What kind of shit is this, Patty? See, it's it's very easy. It's a good formula here. Yeah. We're giving you free shit, free picks, free shirt. Like, what else do I need to do? I'm giving you money to go buy grocery stores, get laid, Go buy groceries. Yeah, go, go buy and the stores. entire store. Sure. <laughs> yeah, if you want to buy the store, you, you bet enough mean?
1: money. You yeah. got big enough cojones. You
0: save enough money yeah. of the money you we give you uh, for free here. That's right. You yeah. buy a fucking Safeway. You safe parlay way. our locks
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You buy gr- a grocery store and a bunch of <laughs> whores and you live a
0: good life. Yeah, and name <laughs> it something good though. All right. That's all I ask. Yeah. All right.
1: I don't need Ralph's.
0: Yeah. No more oh. Safeways. Call it the Danta Base. Boom.
1: The Dantabase Base. Of groceries Dundee's Yeah, pick Dundee's uh, Pick groceries. Dundee's
0: Groceries That's a fucking good name That's a heater Alright, this is the college experience You better start thinking about yours And we out